Hey girl. Hey mama. Ready to get unschooled? Totally. Welcome to Moms Unschooled. Where we break down all the things from the mundane to the magnificent. So you can think for yourself and do what's right for you. Whether you're homeschooling, virtual schooling, or officially back to school, click our exclusive referral link in the show notes to save $20 off of OutSchool. OutSchool offers small group live online classes for K-12 learners. Enjoy the episode! Today we have our favorite non and never homeschooler, our neighbor Sarah. Welcome, welcome. When you thought about the options for this school year, how did you come to your decision to put your kids back in face-to-face school? Well, our options were, you know, face-to-face, virtual through them, or just take them out. And I think I just wanted to give it a try. You know, I wanted to see, is it going to be better than we think? How long are the kids actually going to be in school for? I mean, there's just a lot of unknowns and I'd rather do this than any other choice. And tell us why homeschooling specifically was not a option for you. Sam and I don't particularly get along Okay. <laughs> when I have to make him do work. <laughs> and it's not fun for either of us. And I'm a teacher and it's still not fun for either mm-hmm. of us. It, you know, just personalities don't always agree with the stuff. Yeah. So when you chose to take send your kids back to face-to-face school, yes, yes. there was this idea that if we had to close school down again, you would not be enrolled in the virtual school that was an option beginning of the year, but e-learning again like we did in the spring. It is actually two different, well, curriculums, let's say. So your face-to-face children will then go into e-learning. Is this an option for you? Do you think e-learning will be the direction if future holds school closures, or will you at that point disenroll them from the school and actually find your own homeschooling curriculum? I think just because it's third grade and kindergarten, I think whatever e-learning stuff that they come up with, I think that the teacher that we have is going to be flexible enough because she's a reasonable lady and I know her. Did you like doing virtual learning in the spring? There were mitigating circumstances, Mm -hmm. so it didn't feel as natural. And I think everyone was kind of just thrown in there. And, you know, teachers are just like, especially I know a lot of the teachers at our school have been teaching for a long time. So they don't even, their connection to technology isn't as strong as, you know, some other teachers. Mm -hmm. Sure. Not being discriminatory as older people do know how to operate computers as well. (laughs) Except for my parents, yes. (laughs) But, okay, so as a highly educated math specialist you still would prefer someone else kind of managing their schooling because because i'm bad at keeping people on a schedule okay <laughs> so it's more about your personal failure than your children's competencies yes we're all okay. failures okay <laughs> Good. Well, that's a some you have to. Everyone has said you have to get learn something from this pandemic. So if you I already knew it was a failure. <laughs> I'm not good at keeping it in the summer. I'm like we get up, we do fun stuff. I mean, I make that's him read a couple times a week. I made him play some like dice math games every now and then. But like just his attitude towards it. My oldest, he's just such a downer. Did you ever think about homeschooling your youngest? Or you knew that No, like, because okay. it's kindergarten. And okay. I actually, I have always felt like really like intense feelings of fear about actually teaching someone how to read. 
Because I was a middle school teacher. I wasn't a... I mean, that's like... That's no joke. You're teaching somebody... I mean, I don't know. Like, cuh, cuh. It's a K. Cuh, key. You know, like... But then you're like, K, K, cat. And you know what I'm saying? I don't respect the English language that much. Mm. Filipino. With a PH? Yeah. But if I'm talking about the Philippines, it's PH. But if I'm saying Filipino, it's with an F. Listen, if you're not an ethnocentrist and you believe that language is merged from other people's cultural norms and... That's how different words that we know today have made their way into separate languages. That's kind of why you see, (laughs) I see your skepticism. For example, in Japan, they don't have a word for taco. So it's taco. Well, yeah. Now, if they adapted it using their own kind of sounds and discourse community, that's what they would have their own version of taco. I actually, I have a good example of that because in Iceland, they also are afraid like their culture is being slipped away because like words that are taco and like computer and all the things that are similar, like internet yes they call computers fairy boxes there and box see i would have signed up for online learning if it was like the fairy box program (laughs) i don't feel like i'm capable enough to give my children the responsibility of the learning how to read sure so the e-learning is okay in your eyes for the accountability the scheduling and basically a teacher is helping you with the tools you right. need to teach your child to read right I don't know any of that stuff maybe. right and as part yes. of the never homeschooling which I have assigned to you you've never once said under no <laughs> circumstances would you ever never homeschool your children I really appreciate they clarified that yes <laughs> But is part of the turnoff for homeschooling, to Erin's point, that it is such a final. Once you're homeschooled, you're, there's no kind of like, oh, this is just for two months. Let's see what happens. Well, I mean, one would assume you could go back at the second semester, couldn't you, if you wanted absolutely. to? I can, I can re-enroll my... Anytime. Daily. So, Tomorrow. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Um, so, I mean... Because like we've discussed earlier, I have chosen to disenroll my children from our school, our local school this year for many options we've already discussed, but technically my children are homeschoolers this year with the idea I could most certainly enroll them if need be. I feel like just as a social experiment, Erin should enroll and disenroll like once a week just for fun. <laughs> just just kind of add to this whole hot mess at least of that know, is school. At least she'd know the paperwork situation and where to call <laughs> and what to do and where to go. So it would actually be really easy after the first day. No and you time. did you ever talk to your kids about if they wanted to be homeschooled or do they have an idea of what that even means? They, well, I mean, I think are? I think they do because they have friends on the sh- that uh, are homeschooled mm-hmm. and they they kind of have an idea from it from the e-learning from before. Sure. And I think they're just kind of Sam Sam is a very social creature. Mm-hmm. The oldest boy and he wants to be with people. Are you not a human? Not the kind he likes. <laughs> <laughs> He wants no, to attend an undercrowd. So the, we recently had the first day of face-to-face school here. What was the vibe? How were your kids feeling about it? And I know your kindergartner will has not officially started yet because they delay him by a week where we're at. Yeah, he, he seemed very positive about it. It's like pulling teeth to get any information out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like 20 questions for anything. But, it, it, I mean, it seemed pretty positive for the most part. He said they didn't have to wear him too much in class because they were able, they have smaller class numbers, like 18-ish is where he's at right now. Okay. So they could take him off in the class sometimes. So. I've heard they also have go out in the hall mask 
breaks. Anytime you need to just take your mask off, take a breath, mm-hmm. give yourself a second. They yeah. are allowed to go out in the hall, regroup. It's, I don't think it's a hall. I think it's by, I think there's a spot in your class by the windows. Oh, okay. I think. <laughs> you have to hang your head outside like a dog. <laughs> I didn't say outside. I said by <laughs> no, the windows. I just am envisioning. And don't you want to do that like, sometimes when your dog has a nice breeze? <laughs> I just envision driving by the school and seeing all A bunch this. of heads sticking out. <laughs> Children taking their masks right. So you've mentioned, and I don't mean this in a facetious way, like, but you have mentioned, okay, like I'm just not good at keeping that hard of a schedule and routine. What, and that you're not completely confident in teaching some of the core skills like reading. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else about that you know about yourself or you know about your kids that you thought, okay, homeschool is not for our family? Uh, Sam and I, the oldest one, just... Our personalities just don't 100% mesh sometimes when it comes to learning stuff. The younger one, I think we do fine, honestly. I don't know. I don't have a good vibe about it. I do think if you are trusting your instincts, if you're dreading it, it's probably like There's other a reason you're life. dreading it. Yes. I do think that it has been interesting to hear from you what personally has worked for you and how you kind of made those decisions. Does your husband, did he kind of have the same hesitations about homeschooling as you did or did he kind of leave that up to you? He refers all of the things to me. Okay. <laughs> and he says, you are the education expert. Was he around much for the virtual learning that happened last spring? Yeah, he was in charge of a couple things. Well, uh, they, he didn't go to work for a while. So he was in charge of a couple things. He decided to take social studies as that is his jam. He's like, I'm taking this and running with it. Mm-hmm. He also tried to do a couple science things with him, but you know, they were okay. Uh, but he's more like, this is how you will learn and this is how you shall learn it. And you shall sit here and learn it and be learned. <laughs> And I just don't, I just, that doesn't work for everybody. It does not. Since this is mom's unschooled, we are unschooling, unpacking some myths. Have you learned anything about the stereotypes of moms who do homeschool and moms like yourself who are never homeschools? Okay, so... One of my first, like, homeschool, uh, figuring out somebody was homeschooled. So I taught with this teacher in California, and she was kind of weird. And I was like, she's kind of weird. She's kind of weird. And so we hung out more. We eventually carpooled because we found out we actually lived close to each other. One day she opened up about how she grew up, like, little house on the prairie style in, like, central California, mm-hmm. like, knit, like, make our own clothes. I almost said knit our own clothes, but that would be a lot of knitting. Like, sew our own clothes and, you know, like, farm our own stuff. She didn't go to school till she was, like, in ninth grade. I try to make any conversation about, like, a nostalgic thing, and she would just look at me. I'm like, you know, Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin, or you know what I mean? And she'd be like, she'd look at me like, and that's supposed to mean something? Or I'd be like, what? She just missed out on a whole time frame of stuff. Right. And I think that was my first idea of what homeschooling was for some people, is you're just going to miss out on a bunch of stuff. But, I mean, that was obviously a different situation (laughs) i have a vastly different feeling about it now okay you know that was like 15 years ago but now i see like people who like do a good job of it and their kids are like well adjusted and they don't knit their own clothes what's the speaking so what is that i forget what's the that lifestyle called when you're like um oh homesteading kind of oh yeah that's like what they were yeah like yeah yes i do think something people need to get unschooled about and i think if this pandemic 
related to education will teach us anything is that homeschoolers are not all homesteaders. Right. That, and that was that's, that's kind of my association when I first had to, yes. do to talk to somebody with it. Another myth is like parents who choose to homeschool like love their kids more than parents who don't. Yikes homeschool or like they want to be with their kids 24 7 my son also had his first day of school recently and the night before I just had this pit in my stomach of like am I doing the right thing am I sending him for any sort of selfish reasons that I want time to myself back or just want him out of the house because again we have different personalities and we both recharge differently and it's almost like we had talked about Aaron and I once had talked about it's like this reverse guilt. Like, oh, sh- should I keep him with me 24-7? Because that means I love him more and I should teach him or something. 30 seconds to respond. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is selfish. I will say I'm being selfish because I can't hang out with Sam anymore. I can't. Do you think, is that selfish or self-care? Or just, or is that know. just knowing yourself and knowing know. your kid and knowing your, and knowing your family dynamic about what will be best for everyone? It, it is being selfish a part of it because I'm just like, I, I just, I need some time. But then again, I, I gave him the choice too, but he's eight. So it's not like he's making full brain decisions. True. Like any man. <laughs> I will tell you on the reverse flip side of that the reverse guilt is coming from our direction as well I mean I have felt like that many times with this am I giving them choices am am I Debbie Downer and thinking the future is going to go sideways again Mm. and then they they are going to be with me every second of the day so I don't want us resenting each other and so my accountability is this reverse guilt like holy cow Erin what makes you think you can handle this for a year and keep them up up to par up to grade level when you ideally put them back into the the school system because that's my plan I don't necessarily consider myself a structured organized person on the contrary I am straight up all over the place and so the fact that I think all of a sudden I can hold a schedule and Mm. keep us accountable for the week I am having some serious reverse guilt on that too so I think mother is just synonymous with guilt and we're all doing the best we can that is true I did have a friend remind me once that you can be a stay-at-home mom and be perfectly terrible to your children. You decided to send them face-to-face or you decided to stay home is not going to be the ultimate determinant of that you suck as a parent. How strong your family is. No, no. And I think, I'm sure you're going to do a good job because it's second and third grade. True. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like it's, I mean, like, can they read when they leave? (laughs) They can read now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I'm not trying to, I think that elementary school teachers like do the hardest work because I can't I can't fathom doing it and I mean I did student teaching in elementary school and I just was like I have to be in the middle school classroom that's just where I meant to be Uh, so they do they do a ton of work but your kids are already in a good place just the curriculum of elementary school doesn't go as deep as it should be all the time so you know they do a lot of cycling back to things like they'll be reteaching things like crazy at the beginning of this year because the some of the kids didn't hardly get anything the last three months so honestly from there to where you're going she's gonna know how to read you're gonna probably third grade i assume multiplication tables is a primary part of their math stuff i mean he's gonna know how to add and subtract He's going to know how to read. I'm not saying that everyone can skip a grade and be fine, but I think third grade and below, I think, I think it's easy.
easier. This year to not be as hardcore. The main the main thing about this year going forward from all this uncertainty and we don't and and the future holds uncertainty. If you care as a mom, period, your children, your family will be fine. Yeah, and they know. The the uh, the choices we've made from the options that we have, the mom guilt needs to go away and if if you care, we are going to get through this here successfully. I've never been a person to have much guilt. Good for you. I need to hang around It's actually more, really nice. <laughs> I don't usually feel much. Like, people would always be like, oh my gosh, you left your kids for seven days? I would die. And I'm like, I didn't even start missing them. <laughs> I thrived. <laughs> I figured it out. It's actually day 10 that I miss my kids. I think I have to be gone sense. for 10 full days before I think, oh, those guys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I've, I, I. But then again, I've. I've always been a stay-at-home mom the last eight years. Right. That's. It's just me for months on end. Sure. You and me. So ten days away from them. In is, eight years. Oh, it's plenty fine. Oh, two yeah. two weeks. Two weeks is the perfect time because by day ten you miss them, and then you have a couple more days. Boom. Two weeks yeah, is the perfect amount of time. Yes, I'm actually excited to see them. Two weeks is the perfect time for me. I'm gonna try this theory. Oh yeah, we should take turns. Two we- first two weeks, they all come here, and then we'll just rotate. <laughs> and then we can put all the husbands in one apartment, and then all the the dogs will be with us, though. I think yeah. that would help. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for sharing your never homeschooler perspective, and we will be looking forward to hearing how the school year goes for you. Uh, yeah, and we're all looking forward to how that's going to look. Yes, it will be interesting. Well, next week I'll have all the time in the world. They'll both be gone for seven, eight hours. So we got to start working on um, how to get them gone for 10 days. (laughs) Sound good? Grandparents. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening to Moms Unschooled. Subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, or email us at momsunschooled at gmail.com. Juicy!